we should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms, and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Could you imagine if Chloe and Hallie remade the Living Single theme song? I would sing it, but I'm really sick right now. I don't think that would come out too well. We are living single. Ooh, in a mighty kind of world, I'm glad I got my girls. The other one be doing too much. Yeah, because I feel like we were on two different wavelengths with that. So do they be? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, we fully endorse children and their wonderful works. Uh, We don't want any of Parkwood Associates to ever come after us. We're coming after one of their own. Remember when Beyonce had that white girl that was supposed to be her artist? Uh, I still listen to her sometimes. What was her name? Wasn't it like Sabrina, Serena? Yeah. I thought it was one of those. Child, she had a basement with Sia. Because she was here and then she wasn't. It was like, you about to be the girl. And didn't she also have somebody else? I feel like she had Chloe and Hailey, that girl. And I feel like she had at least one or two other people. Yeah, because Parkour was supposed to be a thing. And then it just kind of fizzled into Chloe and Hailey. <laughs> Not fizzled, it popped. I don't want to say fizzled because that sounds like blue shit. That sounds like blue must send us a cease and desist. Yeah, why don't you just re say it? I don't remember what I just said. Well, I really think that Parkwood definitely popped off after um, Chloe and Hallie. You know, just, I guess some people just can't sustain. She wasn't feeling well. She's got pain. I'm not feeling well. I've got pain. Do you remember when uh, Screaming for tried to outsing Beyonce at the uh, Oscars? And Beyonce had to quickly let her know. She had to pop out that toaster and get that bitch a vocal. She was like, hold on, what you won't be doing is embarrassing. Well, lucky her and Jennifer was banging with the vocals. You know who really won that? Me. Anika Noni Rose. That was the true vocalist of the moment. Y'all let that little Broadway heifer get between y'all. Okay, well, that's not that's the only thing that Beyonce. got in between her. Oh my gosh, what do you mean? Was that a For Color Girls reference? Oh, it was more like a power reference. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what happened to her on For Color Girls. Is Princess and the Frog on Disney Plus? Is Proud Family on Disney Plus? <sighs> Be-
feel like you're doing coke. Oh my god. <laughs> What's crazy is that you snorting sounds the same as you inhale snorting. I didn't realize that like snorting can be the act of exhale snorting and inhale snorting. Did you have another edible? No. But I am on a lot of different types of different cult medicines, including Vicks and Moonshine and Jack Daniels and Theraflu and Dayquil. Are you sponsored by Cardi B's uh, new Vicks endorsements? I'm sponsored by this chancletha. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I acting like I know what the fuck a chancletha is? Ain't that a shoe? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> this podcast is presented to you in English. <laughs> In English, Spanish, UK, Japanese, Asian, and whatever else language that you feel like you know, that's English. Subtitles provided by your neighborhood drug dealer, because, you know, they need to know every single language to make sure they get the tea and get their money right. <laughs> Who are you this week? Who am I this week? Mm-hmm. Who am I, Petey Pop motherfucker? <laughs> That's who I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even do your full, like, what's up? What's, you might as well just start there. What's good, everybody? It is that little light of ring that you see around your eyes when you got a good ring light in your background that you have lighting up your scene real good. You know, you got that little glow on you. You got the little gloss going. <laughs> got the little Jackie Ina, Anastasia, Beverly Hills makeup highlight, whatever the fuck it is, popping. I don't even know what the fuck I meant, but I'm Ricky. <laughs> and I'm that first erection Drake guy after he figured out that his penis still works. Chris. Let's stretch those hip flexors. That's good. Okay, Jimmy, other leg. Um, I think I'm going to keep stretching this one. I'm just feeling a little stiff. Oh, wait, I should have added Why you say it like that? Like, even you had questions about it. Because I just, listen, when Jimmy got shot in the hallway, my first thought, too, was that he's never going to be able to perform. So when it got to the episode where he got an erection and he really realized that he was still a real person and he was able to leave Ashley and not have to be sympathized by that white bitch and go get, you know, his life and become Drake. I feel like we all learn things. I feel like that's... Yeah, that's kind of like um, when I went to Morehouse in my freshman year, somebody that stayed in my hall, he was like this star football player at one of the neighborhood high schools, and I guess he had got injured on the field, so he had to be in a wheelchair. And I had kind of wondered, I was like, how does this, like, go? And it turns out he was still fucking, he was fucking this calf lady. Oh, my God, not the calf lady. He was... Yeah, he was fucking this calf lady, and he was fucking these other people. And I guess I just found out recently that he had a whole baby. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. So shout out to the girls that get you know that have use. Oh, that's gonna sound so bad. <laughs> shout out to everybody that still has and those that don't. don't say that. I don't know how to put it. Shout out to everybody of all. Everything. 
Do I sound sick? Do I sound sick? I mean, you sound a little stuffed. <sighs> okay. I'm so sorry. It's like the sickest <sighs> shut-in episode part eight. <laughs> I told you, our shows are the best when one of us is dying. Like, it's pretty much how it goes. I told you, I'm going to talk to you about your choice of vernacular. What? The language that I use is the language that I use. You sound like... I was trying to think of somebody who's problematic, but not too problematic. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I thought was Trump, and the second thing I th- thought was Kelly. And I'm not talking about Kelly Rowland. Wait, which Kelly are you talking about? R. Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly McCain? Oh, wait, that's not that for that. <laughs> you had it right the first time. How does R. Kelly even sound? Oh, wait. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> right. I'm like, um, oh. you go listen to Chocolate Factory and let me know. I'm out of my business. I'm staying out of that one. Collusion. Collusion. Oh my gosh. Can we get into this Drag Race UK finale, sister? <sighs> so, congratulations goes out to. Spoiler alert. Congratulations goes out to our new Drag Race UK queen, the Vivian. We'll put sounds aka apparently the viv it'll always be killing me when they be shorting their names around the end of the season and it go from being the vivian to being the viv and to being like dayla and all this (laughs) other shit and trinity to tuck had one for trinity to tuck just trinity or trinity taylor to trinity to tuck it was like Uh okay girl whatever um but yeah shout out to the vivian she took home the crown in drag race uk have you been following um top three of course was Dafina, who came in second, and Bag of Chips, who came in third. Much better. Much better. Um, yeah, thoughts? I, you know, pretty much called it when I saw it. I figured that Cheryl Hall was going to be Roxy Andrews, and I was like, that's fine. You know, I think Cheryl, she came what she came and did what needed to be done, and Ooh. she will make a great All-Stars contender at some point when they, you know, eventually bring the UK people to All-Stars, yeah. which I feel like won't happen this upcoming one because I already filmed it, but I think it'll start with the next one. Yeah, especially when they see how popular and- right so definitely it's not happening for cheryl you know she had to go it was her time she didn't she just she didn't have the range she didn't have the rupaul pins or whatever the fuck they call them (laughs) (laughs) she didn't have the little jujubes Mm -hmm. but um yeah as far as the top three i pretty much agree with that as well Baga, I thought she was going to be top two. I thought Davina was going to be top three, like, throughout the season. But I did call really early on that those three were going to be the top three, just from a mixture of talent and storyline, because you got to have both. You can't just have one. (laughs) And when Davina started popping off in the middle of the season and was getting the storyline shit, I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing, girl. Yeah. 
Very Alaska, very um, Aquarius second half of the season. When she was trying to be like, I'm good, but I'm, it was like, it was just too much. Right. Because it was like, girl, why you care so much about the Vivian? Oh, because you see the Vivian's about to win. And you want to get that camera time. Yeah. I see you, sis. Well, maybe that was like what Katya was doing, and that's how she ended up. Well, Katya, I feel like, went through humble. That, yeah, that's, that really blew me about Davina. Because it was like, okay, Davina, I like you, but it's like, it's almost to the point where it's annoying that you're trying to command so much respect because you should just be getting it like the Vivian. And they're giving it to you, but you're so quick to like throw shade that. And then to want it from a specific person. Yeah. And then to want it from a specific person. Yeah, because she wanted it from the Vivian. She didn't give a fuck about RuPaul, Michelle, none of the rest of them. She wanted the Vivian to say that she was better than her. And the baby wasn't gonna say that. And she wasn't gonna say that because it wasn't true. No, it wasn't. Davina's cute for a little around the house, and I think that she definitely. Davina is cute for a red wig and a silver dress on every. <laughs> Where the baby was like, all I seen is Davina in a red wig and a silver dress. <laughs> Bitch, I screamed. You gotta go. That was. The funniest read I've heard from that show in a while. <laughs> well, 20 years, you've been in a regular in a civil dress. <sighs> and I don't know if it's because they accent or what. Everything just sounded so much shady. Yeah, the Vivian, I did think that you were, I did think that you came here and you slayed it because everything I'd ever seen prior to now was you in a red wig and a silver dress. <laughs> Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. Hey, Potter. They really didn't have enough time to like, build that out like Fifi and Sharon or like a real beef but they really tried to make that a beef right. especially in that why should you win the crown speech uh cause you know I always skip those so I didn't so I didn't see those Ricky Ricky when you get done with this podcast you need to go look because it gets to a point where Davina's like well I'm gonna bring um level a level of talent and grace and softness to the crown and then they cut the camera to the vivian and then the vivian when she got to her speech she said she was like i'll bring a humbleness and something to the crown and then it cut to davina and it was one of those things where it's like if y'all had enough time y'all would have made this into a beef but it didn't seem to sprout until the end like it didn't really like catch fire until the end they really would have went Miss Cracker Aquaria or like Sharon and Fifi or something like that because it was so shady. I was like, not during they like <laughs> Evie and everybody. Evie versus the rest of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why am I thinking about? Oh my gosh, Drag Race be having some funny ass moments because I've hella been using. Um, I'm not gagging. How dare you? You first and foremost. I'm not ticking at all. You are literally wearing trash. I'm not gagging. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Ever since you said this to me. That's my little thing recently. <laughs> Ever since you said this to me, I've been using it. I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. Because I don't be gagging. No. I don't. I just like the sounds at this point. Like the shade rattle I've been using in the last few episodes. It's like, where does that even come from? What original Windows movie maker 2009, 2010 track did you get that from and just be like, this is cute. We're going to run with this. Right. This being Shay. Or this, let's put this in moments of great distress. <laughs> Ooh, she in distress. Uh, okay. 
So yeah, shout out to um, Drag Race UK. Can you name all the queens? That was another challenge that went around on Twitter because nobody can remember the girls from the beginning <laughs> when they showed up on TV. I, and mind you, I just watched the first episode or two again. So if I am able to remember, that would be the only reason why. And I still lucky can't remember. <laughs> I do. I do know that it was a key because she was like, Gothy Kendall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. I really wanted that to be a thing. I'm like, I guess it didn't become because she went home first. But I, I say it all the time. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. Right. <laughs> Okay, so she went home first. Um, next was, uh, I feel like it was that young one, the one that was like 21. Do you want me to help you Not or pers- do you want to do it by yourself? We should establish that. You can help me. Okay, go ahead. How about you give me a hand? <laughs> um, he's straight. Scaredy cat. Yes. And then the third episode was Snatch Game. Gosh, okay. That just gave me something long tease. Something wrong, wrong. What the fuck? And pause. What I will say is, because I rewatched the whole season before the finale, she was set up. Because Cheryl and whoever was talking to her talked her out of doing a girl part, a regular part that might have been just a regular, you would have been safe. I don't even think you would have won mm-hmm. or been in a Bobby, you just would have been safe. Like Blue Yeah, it was like them two talked her into fucking doing David Attenborough, and I felt it was very shady. It was like something wrong. That's why they're not going to have no reunion, because they didn't know how this was going to play out between the girls. (laughs) But I definitely would have said something if I was her at the reunion play. Next. I don't know. I'm getting vinegar strokes teased. I feel like she didn't last that long. You know, we had to get that melanin up out of here. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, is that even in order? Did vinegar did vinegar go on before? What was vinegar and slash game? Or maybe that switched. Because yeah. I feel like vinegar went home and then something wrong. They all in the same place, TBH. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you ain't top five. Let's yeah. see. So, shit, now, is it pretty much the top five at this point? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, uh-uh. Crystal. Crystal goes home somewhere around here. Yeah, I think Crystal's the next one, because that's a girl group challenge. Crystal, yeah. um, Blue Hydrangea. Yeah. Cheryl Hall. Alyssa Edwards. Oh. <laughs> you did that. And then... You know the rest. Yeah. P E P P pop 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 E E bop bop. You know the rest. Bag of chips is stunning. Bag. And, okay, so the real tea that the only reason I want to bring Drag Race up again is because at the end, the Vivian won. Great. It has a little the Vivian head driving off in the sunset 2020. We'll oh, see. Yeah, uh-huh. We'd love to see it. Right after that. They play a fucking commercial for the Vivian and Bag of Chips show. Right after. <laughs> First of all, we called it because we said last week on the show that they should get a spinoff and they will get a spinoff. And I said specifically that no matter what happens, Bag of Ass is going to be on World of Wonder. Mm-hmm. We said that shit 
like last week and the week before. So I feel as though if I was Davina, I would be pressed, Wooks. Because we got to the end and Vaga still gets a show with the winner and the winner still gets her own show. And you know that Trump shit gonna be cute. You know it. And that looked like something that they could just run. Like, that could be like they SNL and they just put them into a basement real quick and record that like every week or something. Especially if they do different characters because like if they do that and then move into like a little sketch portion where they do like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shows. Because I like Vaga and Vivian. They, to me, is a good mix. I kind of like Willem and Alaska and, like, Bob and Monet. Like, those, like, you just compliment each other in a good way. Like, us. You still be listening to your race chasers? I do. I listen every week. For some reason, I only listen to... Don't tell the other podcasters. I only listen to us. I listen to Race Chaser. I listen to Sibling Rivalry whenever they come out. I listen to Jaden XD. I listen to Getting Grown. Oh, yeah, I love Jade and XD and Getting Grown. Make sure you check those podcasts out wherever you subscribe to your favorite podcasts. And Race Chaser and Sibling Rivalry. You want to support drag culture, too. Oh, yeah, that's too. <laughs> Not that we came with love. You're so dumb. So let's talk about how to get away with quick weed real quick. It was the mid-winter finale, which is still something I think TV stations just made up to explain, like, Christmas break. <laughs> like, it's always been there, <laughs> but suddenly everything has a finale. Cause right. Don't you remember, like, Buffy and the girls used to, like, go away for, like, two or three weeks, come back at the end of January? Yeah, yeah. But now we have finales, and we won't return until April 2nd. We'll get to that, Shonda. Oh. They don't come back until April 2nd. How Do We Wear Murder does not come back until April 2nd. And it's only six episodes. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Westworld gonna be on by that time. Is it? <laughs> I feel like Westworld's coming back early, like February. Good. Because Westworld been gone too damn long. And I honestly, in a full extended that- trailer at this point, I'm like ready. Like, I don't know what to expect at this point. Did you see the one where they like they showed a little bit of like the inside of it? I'm like, okay, give it to me. <laughs> I'm already here for it. Shout out to Westworld. I feel like we're the only podcast on the air that like still stands Westworld two years later. <laughs> we're the only urban millennial podcast. That <laughs> <laughs> None of the black podcasts out here doing. Like- you know, we we cater to the urban millennial homosexual market i'm not gay and i'm not gagging <laughs> okay but yeah let's talk about how to get over the quick weave because um so much um yeah she was cute um she definitely made me want to revisit my period in life where I was taking shrooms. I've only done them a couple times, but I kind of want to do them again. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but having something like that happen while you're on them, that would literally be like the worst thing in the world. Because when you are on shrooms, it's like everything is so heightened. Everything just feels like it's either like the worst thing that's happening that ever existed or it's like the best thing that has ever like occurred in your life and everything just feels so epic and crazy so for it to be something like that that's bad that's happening oh my gosh like i would literally just like 
I don't even want to think of what I would do. That's the thing with shrooms. You got to make sure you stay happy or else or else crazy shit happens. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Like, I've never taken shrooms. So I don't know. I really, everybody keeps telling me I'm not emotionally stable enough to take shrooms, which, okay, fine. But <laughs> I'm working towards this. So I really want to take shrooms soon. But yeah, it seemed like the absolute, and it was worse than the worst. You know how like movies tend to like get the main character drunk before like a big battle or somebody gets a little too high and then they can't like get the task done in a movie. Right. This was like the worst of that. It's like, y'all are spilling tea. Y'all are hallucinating. Shit is actually happening, y'all. Is it happening to y'all? Because we have hella questions left from this season finale. And if you do not watch How to Get Away with Murder, here's just a few, okay? And they include spoilers for y'all who don't realize that we're about to say some spoilery shit. So, Tegan is the first one I want to call up to the stand. I have questions. At the beginning of the episode... Uh, Castillo, this is Laurel Castillo. I can't even say it as well as she do, but I'm gonna have to cut it and then put it here. <laughs> Jorge Castillo, but like she, uh, Laurel Castillo had called the girls and was like, "Somebody snitched on y'all. Y'all have them all. Somebody's in y'all corner. I wouldn't do that." She showed Christopher, and then she was like, "T can help me escape." So my question is, why did T? It's like, okay, so. Was that real? Was she there? Because they hadn't taken the shrooms yet. I don't think. Right. Oh, no, they did take the shrooms. Because that's when they got back from but the But they all shrooms. saw her. But they all saw her, even um, a- Asher. And they probably did that on purpose to show, like, oh, this was real, if even Asher's seeing her. Because that was weird. It's like, okay, Laura, what the fuck? You done missed all the, like, final season. Like, where you at? And what role has had you not wanting to film the entire last season? I had to get away or murder. Like, did they write you off? Did you write yourself off? Like, my big fat Mexican wedding three must be about to be the greatest film to ever come out in Mexico City, girl. Because I see you, uh, I don't see you in this season. I'm upset about it. I'm not. <laughs> Mind you, we've been saying Laurel should die for like four right. seasons straight. Like Laurel should fucking die. I feel like Laurel was kind of getting on my nerves. She could stay gone. Yeah. Speaking of staying gone, so episode moves along. It comes out that Asher's the mole. Shocker, shocker. Don't care. Only reason I caught that Asher was the mole is because I kind of caught when Michaela caught that he wasn't high. And it was literally like 30 seconds to a minute before she caught it. It was like, hmm, Asher don't seem high. He seems actually very nervous. And everybody else seems like it's hit him by now. And then once it came out, like, that he wasn't high because he was the mole. Right, he trying to do all this spousal immunity shit. It's like, nigga, why are you trying to get married to talk about spousal immunity? Like, what's to be immune from? It's because, nigga, you knew with your white cis straight ass. And that sounds like some shit West told, uh... Laurel back in the day, or like I really want to go back and watch the show from the beginning now. Or I guess I'll wait till April. But like watch the show from the beginning because I really feel like there's clues in there. Cause I feel like that's some shit West told Laurel back in the day. Like when he told her about the file that he had in the thing. If she knew about mm-hmm. it, then sound like some shit if he's in hiding or whatever. Or oh, we'll get there. I'm sorry. We'll get there. Ash is dead. Mourn him. 
I don't remember seeing him die though, but that could just be me. What happened with him dying again? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, never mind. Cause see, they hit him in the back of the head. I do remember that part. Yeah, because and... he went to Bonnie House and it like he was about to confess everything to Bonnie and then Frank came in, so it was one of those like you probably was about to get cut up. And then we saw him on the floor with the thing and was like, Well, and, and he was dead. And he died. He died in that scene. Yeah, because didn't they say like he was dead or something? The police or some shit? Because he was moving. Oh, yeah, they were like, You're under arrest for the murder of Asher Millstone. And he was moving at the end and then he stopped moving. And then they cut to Annalise's funeral and then the big shocker of the episode. For some people. Back from Azkaban. Back from apparently Xenon? She was a Xenon too? That's what I'm hearing. Wes is not dead. And showed up at Annalise's funeral. Everybody's favorite, Alfred, whatever his name is. Alfred British. Enoch. That too. He was in Xenon? Now I'm really about to watch. That's what I've heard. And I heard that from a couple different um, people that watched it. I'm like, I mean, we could just look up and see if he was in it. But I haven't really felt the need in that press to really do that. (laughs) Go ahead and give your theories about Wes. I'm about to do it. (laughs) As far as my theories about Wes, I feel like he's still dead because I don't give a fuck. That nigga's face was burnt up. Unless y'all, like, got some makeup artists to really do some, like, shit to really just fake his death in the coroner's office like that just seemed very very final like there wasn't really a way around that so I do think he's dead but I'm hearing different things in terms of that possibly being in the future and being his son Christopher Christopher it's just Christopher okay Christopher I'm hearing things about it being him, but I don't know about that either. I really feel like Annalise is like either hallucinating or maybe she did actually die and she's like imagining Wes there. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be something a little bit more trippy than, you know, what we're imagining. Shit, maybe Annalise did some shrooms too. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, there's... I mean, she was on like 20 different things three episodes ago. Yeah. They're saying that, like, it might be a 20-year time jump, and that's Christopher as an adult, and they're doing the West thing to, like, cop out and make it seem like, you know, so we can be hooked through the break. But, I don't know. It'd be interesting, because the other theory is that it is West, and that West was something that Annalise connected West to Michaela's dad to get to the disappearing service. That's basically what she was doing was seeming like she was, you know, running and the running involved like faking your death. So it seems like if Annalise knew that, hey, we could pin this all on him if he dies, but I'm not really going to kill him, fake the death. That's why I'm saying. I need to rewatch this. I need to know who saw the body, who saw the burnt face? Was it just Laurel? Because if it was Laurel, then that probably is where Laurel is, too. It's a, I feel like it's a reason they brought Michaela's dad into the Annalise storyline and just didn't leave him on Michaela's side. Like, brought him into the her running away thing. Right. And that being an option for her to fake her death. I'm like, oh, well, then, hell, Wes could have faked his death, even though he was burnt the fuck up. 
That could have been some drag makeup. Katia did it on the reunion of All Stars too. Oh, <laughs> And the Beast did it in Angel. Burnt all season. But you know, like, but yeah, you know, whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I was completely gay. I had to scream and run around my room like I was at church because I was, I was expecting the Asher thing, but I wasn't expecting to see West. I obviously wasn't. Or Alfred. I wasn't expecting to see West with a lineup. And a nut on me fade. Like, I'm so prepared for him to be in the last six episodes. <laughs> I'm hoping now that him and Laurel get a spinoff with Kristoff and they just are just happy. I feel like you just need to catch Alfred Enoch on some other shit. <laughs> I can catch him. Or he can catch him. This is really random, but did you see um, what Mr. Peanut had tweeted the other day? Who is Mr. Peanut? Like the actual like peanut company? No. Is it something about Mr. nuts? Peanut. <sighs> Mr. Peanut, the peanut company, the other day <gasps> said this. I know what I... Did you see it? No, but I know what I like. I know what we talk about that. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to post it. I mean, I didn't really see it too many places, so I might still post it. I don't know. But I was like, hmm. My new general rule of thumb is I'm not posting anything that's older than eight hours. Unless I've been asleep. I just sent it to you. I was like, oh. I was like, Mr. Peanut. Oh yeah, I did see this. I didn't know that was actually officially them. I didn't look at the name. Yes. Oh. I was like, ooh, that was a little nasty. Hey. It's a little same, nutty. Same. Shout out to Mr. Pina trying to put nuts in Nick Jonas' mouth. Shit. <laughs> okay, so speaking oh of my nuts gosh. in people's mouth, what? I didn't even take it that way. What did you take it as? I took it as him nutting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even take it as they were trying to like throw some peanuts in his mouth. I took it as that was his nut face and he was nutting and they were relating <laughs> it to their nuts by saying it's so much of nuts because he's nutting. Wait. He's about to like nut everywhere. <laughs> Maybe I just wanted to imagine Nick Jonas nutting. <laughs> you, so you took the peanuts as his nut? His nut? Because I took that as either somebody nutting in his mouth or somebody putting the nuts in his mouth. And I feel like their intention was to put the, like, oh, we're throwing nuts in his mouth. Right. And my intention was him nutting on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Real. Real. Oh, my God. Speaking of nutting on face. Oh, my gosh. So... I don't know if she needs to be a fave or a flop or whatever she needs to be, but shout out to High Rod. Uh, have you not seen this video? I have not seen that video yet. High Rod and Fat Whatever Killer. What's his name? I know you know. Fat Bunny Killer. Fat Rabbit Killer. Fat Rabbit Killer. We're engaging in sexual activity for the OnlyFans. And. Oh yeah, 18 and up for this part. And the part that just happened. (laughs) 
Mama had Hot Rod screaming in Mariah Carey octaves. Like, oh my gosh. He literally was hitting Tamala Man notes, and I was fully concerned for his vocal repertoire. Like, he was, he was hitting notes that Whitney couldn't hit at the end. Like, it just was, it was just artist. <laughs> It was, it was like Davina DeCampo. It was just like, uh, ah, 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 ah. yeah. So uh, Black Twitter basically canceled how they made him delete all this shit because <laughs> they, of course, dragged him. But I thought I saw that's hilarious because I don't really watch necessarily Twitter videos like that for sexual intent, like upon especially mm-hmm. upon like first scroll. It's always like, what can I? look at real quick and see and be nosy about and when I turned that sound on I was like whoa I said like, who is dying <laughs> have we ever gotten into him having I guess allegedly possibly I don't know for sure ass shots oh yeah I think he got um I think he got uh, injections, and then I think he got a was fat. Was it big in the video? Well, yeah, it was huge. That's how it was kind of huge, but like, right. The 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 gag was that uh, Bunny Rabbit was big, so it was possible that you're making these sounds, but it was just too much. It was just too much. Yeah, he do got a. Whoa. Like it sounded like Mariah yeah, Carey. He got a lot going on down there. Yeah, it sounded like Mariah Carey's backing track. Like just perfectly pitched, always on time. It was like a every thirty, every three seconds. Was like, ah, 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 ah. I can't even. But shout out to Hot Rod. <laughs> screams in Hot Rod. <laughs> and thus, another screams in was born. So, ladies and gentlemen, we just wanted to take some time out of our busy schedules because, you know, we're booked to say thank you. No, that sounded such like a shit. I don't know how you want to lead into that. You're better at that. All right. So, I know y'all heard us say at the beginning of this episode that this is a mini-sode. If y'all did not... This was supposed to be a mini so, but judging at this time counter, not really sure how many that's going to be. <laughs> We're going to get into this fave and this flop very quickly. Our fave this week is Thanksgiving. And I'm not talking about the motherfucking Americanized colonial version of motherfucking Thanksgiving. Fuck that shit. I'm talking about the motherfucking act of being thankful for some shit that is going on in your life. There's a lot of crazy ass shit going on in the world. There's a lot of crazy ass shit going on to people. And it's hard to really take the time to think about the positive stuff that is going on that we can really sit back and be like, you know what? It could definitely be worse. It could be different than it is. So it is okay to have those feelings and negativity sometime but i'm telling y'all take this time right now i'm telling you right now cousin take this moment right now and think Ooh. about some things that you are thankful for yeah. and you let us know those things My Lord. a couple things we are thankful for chris take it from here macaroni and cheese i didn't know you were gonna some macaroni and cheese <laughs> i didn't know you were gonna say food was bad but <laughs> that was my first one 
The food's not bad, just the colonials. Yeah, okay. So macaroni and cheese Oops. and chicken. And oh, I guess I'm 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 thankful for the gift of nourishment. That's what I'm supposed to say. There you go. I'm thankful for a few things. I'm thankful for my family and friends. I don't know how I would do it without all of them. I'm thankful for Beyonce. I feel like she gave us lovely projects this year, even though she could have gave us B7. I'm thankful for you guys, our cousins, the people that actually listen to this bullshit and, you know, really connect with us. Like, I really feel honestly as connected with you guys as I do my family and friends. I talk to you guys, you know, as much as I can. Like, y'all know. Y'all be talking to me. DM us. But... You know, and you guys have really given us some great advice on just how we can be just better podcasters, better men in general. You guys keep us informed with different news topics, things I would have never seen, things that really excite me and interest me. And I'm really excited to see what we can do moving forward in building this relationship between us and you guys, because we really do do it all for you. As cliche and pre-written as that sounds, I actually just made it up in my head. Well, now I feel like an asshole sitting there saying I'm thankful for, like, vaginal, you know, rejuvenations. But maybe you should be thankful for rectal rejuvenation. Um, My rectum is fine. <laughs> I ain't got <laughs> to be thankful for that yet. But <laughs> no, I'm just thankful for all the other shit, you know, ditto to everything he said. We're thankful for y'all or whatever. But, you know, I'm thankful for the laughs. I'm thankful for y'all answering questions. I'm thankful for y'all spilling y'all friends' tea in our um, comment section. I'm thankful for every time that y'all expose your mamas and daddies for being bad parents. Because, you know, sometimes you just need that honesty. Um, and y'all be exposing y'all kids for being bad kids. Because uh, we, our cousins run all ages. <laughs> kid, the, y'all be ready to fight y'all kids. I mean, we, I feel like... I thank God that y'all come and comment and laugh and are able to, like, have those outlets. Um, But, yeah, back to the bullshit. So, I'm thankful for um, Dr. Heavenly's wig choices this season. Um, I'm thankful for um, Sierra's album flopping. I'm thankful for Tina She's album, actually. I'm thankful for... (laughs) I don't know y'all give me some better ones. Okay, well, I'm thankful I'm thankful for our interns. You know, you guys see that we have definitely been getting a lot better with putting out consistent content, and there is no way that this would be able to be done without our team of interns. We appreciate all of you guys so much, and we are looking forward to expanding our team even further into 2020 and taking over the mother tucking. I mean motherfucking world. I'm thankful for R. Kelly being in jail. I'm thankful for that time that we all communitively got Trump the fuck up out of here on the internet. I'm thankful for Pure for Men. Oh, that's why you don't need the rectal rejuvenation. I am fine. You mind your business, witch. <laughs> All you need is a peppermint soap and some fake honey. She don't need no flexi oil. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thankful for... I had a good one, but I forgot it. 
No. Where does a joke go when it dies in your brain somewhere? The shade room. I'm thankful for Monique Samuels put You didn't unmute it. It's like I did, but this shit like don't be clicking sometimes. Anyways, it's okay. I'm glad I didn't say that much before I looked. Yeah, there are just so many things to be There's so many things to be thankful for. You know, I'm so happy and appreciative. You know, sometimes I get seasonal depression, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. You know, just know that there is more to live for and that if you need anything and if you're feeling any types of feelings or anything, just send us a DM and we can try to help as soon as we see it. I'm not good at this, but we want to be the best podcasters and the best cousins to you guys that we can be. So keep it groovy and keep it funky and let's get on into this flop. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why they got a little Evie at the end. They got a little Davina. I only speak of winners. <laughs> <laughs> so our fave this week was Thanksgiving. So our flop is going to have to be... Hold on. Oh, we should also... Hello? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. It'd be so irritating. Like, why did this other ear that I just put in turn on, but it's not connected to the phone? And it doesn't do that for like 20 seconds. It's like it cycles through. Christopher, you better get these fucking AirPods before I get them. And it's like, you start doing this dumbass shit right when AirPod Pros come out. I was like, I'll be wanting to fuck with y'all, Apple, but y'all be doing this fucking dumbass shit and be getting on my motherfucking nerves. Fucking planned obsolescence and shit. Fuck that. Make your shit good and we won't leave. And we're not going to leave anyway. Just keep it working. <laughs> I have no problems with my iPhone until a new one come out. Anyways, now that my other headphones started working 36 seconds later, on to our flop. If our fave was Thanksgiving, I think our flop should be Black Friday. You know, Black Friday is kind of like the younger stepbrother to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. The stepsister? Black Friday kind of gives me a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... Black Friday, it's like so much shit be going on. Black Friday just makes me think of work. And I'm like, even being sick right now and dealing with work, it's like, it's so crazy. It's just really trying to keep everything going when you're not necessarily at a location. It's just, it's, it doesn't have to be hard, but some people make it hard. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be, I promise. Mm-hmm. But 
let's get into you because I know that you've worked a couple retail positions on Black Friday and I've always shopped retail on Black Friday, but I haven't necessarily worked in front of a bunch of people. What's that experience like? It's like fleeting with your parents' disappointment. Like, Did you say fleeting? Yes. Working Black Friday is literally the worst experience you can have as a human in a retail environment. There is nothing like waking up on a Thursday night all early in the morning. Because, child, when I was working, we Black Friday was still on Friday. But toward the end of my uh, working career, you know, Black Friday ended up being on, like, Wednesday morning. <laughs> day for Thanksgiving sale. Like, it is it is the amalgamation of all the worst people you could think of in a retail environment, plus all the idiot workers that don't normally work on your shift because they have to call everybody in because this is, like, the fucking Noah's Ark of moments at any department grocery <laughs> or, like, Walmart, Target, any of the girls. Like, honestly... I've worked at a mm-hmm. fucking Bloomingdale's and that bitch was a fucking disaster on black. I have never seen so many okay, old Bloomingdale's ladies, like push each other around in the Chicago area. Like it was too much. <sighs> Listen, for the girls that are working retail on Black Friday, we are praying we are ever praying for you. We have sent up an imaginary offering for you that we probably funnel into the building fund. But like, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that like, if you work in retail, you're just going to have to go through. Like, nobody can schedule off. You're going to be there all day. If you on a shift, you're going to be on some weird shift. Like, if you normally work nights, they're going to, like, randomize your shift, and you're going to be working either nights and a day shift. It's just too much. Those people are fucking stressed out. Which leads me to the fucking customers. Because the worst part about the Black Friday experience is the fucking customers. We didn't make oh, yeah. Samsung, Definitely. bitch. We didn't. We are not in the back making TVs, honey. If there were eight in this motherfucking store and you got here ninth in line, then that's just your fucking business, darling. That has nothing to do with me. It is four o'clock in the morning, and I am seventeen. Like it is. Like you are dealing with people that are overworked, underpaid, tired as fuck, had to leave their families, and you sitting up here crying about a toy that your kid is gonna tear up within twenty minutes of opening it on Christmas morning, honey. Like no, I'm tired. I'm tired for them. They're tired. Like, let them do their job. I know it's never going to be orderly because it's one of those things where they do that on purpose to create the hype about people, like, getting in the same time. Like, they open the doors at the same time. Like, they do that on purpose. But as far as, like, how you treat people in this whole holiday season, you really need to fucking think about it. Especially... Holiday season! These bitches at malls. Because you act like bitches at malls don't know the bitches at the food court. And they not, you know, up here having Chinese soup in your fucking sandwich, and then you looking mad. Like, it's just an avoidable situation. You don't want to get beat up at Target. That's embarrassing. You don't want to be caught stealing from Walmart. Well, actually, that's a whole different thing, because, listen, if you go through self-checkout three times with, like... I've heard some things about self-checkout. In the holiday season? (laughs) But anyway, we ain't going to incriminate ourselves. 
moral of the story is Black Friday is a consumer holiday that is cute. Cyber Monday is cute. But it's one of those things where you got to take the whole holiday season with some manners, some decorum, some class, or whatever the fuck you from. Because I chin check white ladies in JCPenney, so it's really nothing for us to get down, like, honestly. If we about to fight over your husband's jeans in the men's section, bitch, then we going to fight the fucking fight. What does chin check mean? That sounds like something ghetto. Chin check is when you walk past somebody and you elbow them in the chin because you beefing, but you want it to look like an accident. Or like shoulder check, like when you walking down the um, street and a white bitch won't move and you hit her with your shoulder super hard, but you like, it looks like you just bumped into that bitch, so she can't really react. That's what it is. Uh, Okay. Like chin check is kind of like, you know... That's a little more purposeful. That's more in like basketball. But like, yeah, T. Don't get chin checked this Christmas, honey. Y'all want to make it to Christmas. Like, y'all keep playing with these uh, these workers and these crazy people at these JCPenney's that ain't really, really, really 30 year veterans and ain't got nothing to do with your daily life. Like, just let them just like leave. And workers, don't torment the customers. If somebody asks you where the fuck something is, go find them because that's 10 minutes off your fucking time. And if a customer asks you where is the bathroom, don't put up a sign two days later that says we are not a directory. Now. Because that's just niggerish as fuck. Now, I will say I agree with you now as an adult, but like back in my working days, I was good for typing up a sign in management's office. Listen, we don't have time to be picking up y'all trash. <laughs> Please pick y'all shit up from aisle three. Thank you, <laughs> management. And they would just thank you. That would just always be like a thing I would do. But yeah, I was good for leaving notes for people. But yeah, don't do that because that's I now uh, reading it as an adult. I feel offended when I read like shady notes in bathrooms and shit. Cause I'm like, I was gonna throw my tissue away, bitch. So you don't have to read me, like. Back in the day, it was annoying because I used to have to clean toilets. Well, started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Nigga, started from... Yeah. (laughs) And we are also at the end of the episode. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us wherever you stalk your exes at... Freeish Media, um, please subscribe and download to this that you're listening to right now. Right there. It's a button right there. Don't look at your phone like that. Yeah, right there at the top, there's a subscribe button. If you're on um, Miss Spotify, it's right down there at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stop listening to Keisha Cole. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Bye.